I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, everyone. It's Todd Screema and Robin and Jim, and we are teaching today to our realtors and to our business affiliates, which is hundreds of thousands of you that support Summit Funding. Uh, and we're talking about niche marketing. And it's it's interesting. This was Robin's idea. Um, I love niche marketing. I think it's a lost art in many ways. So I love the topic. And Robin, I want you to open us up and then we'll just kind of brainstorm around it. Yeah. I, it, this actually came to me by uh, meeting with a group of realtors this week. And I happen to have this really incredible conversation with a gal that is in her uh, second half of life, I'll call it. Um, <laughs> but she herself has gone through becoming an empty nester and uh, really putting herself more into the circle socially of um, right-sized buyers. And so I love this. She doesn't call it downsize. She calls it right-sized. Oh, I like that. And what she really talked about was this this need, right? Anything that we do at the end of the day, things are created based on needs. And so she talked about this need for proper representation and ultimate guidance slash um, emotional support and understanding uh, and opening up conversations with people who might need to right size. And you guys know that there, you know, for the longest time, especially in the eras, probably even prior to, to ours, people get very attached to their home. And while that's not a bad thing, sometimes that home can become a burden, if you will, to things like retirement years. Yeah. So this is just one example. It might not apply to, you know, doesn't apply to everybody. But people need sometimes and often uh, uh, some sort of representation that is one step away from the emotion and the dynamics that can help people understand, hey, what do you picture? Maybe you don't picture ever mowing a lawn again in your retirement years, but you have a home with a massive lawn, right? Maybe you didn't want those stairs or you wanted to, um, maybe you want to take some of that money out and do it at reverse, a separate reverse mortgage, you know, that pays you every month versus having a mortgage. There's all sorts of things that can be done. And she said, I just see this community not represented well. And so what she has done is really engage in um, in knocking on doors and in listing and all of these things, niche marketing for right-sizing buyers. And she's built a team around her of everything from financial consultants to um, trusts and and honestly wills, attorneys, all different things to help that space. Sure. What I love about it is she's passionate about it. She's so passionate about it that she said, I love a first-time home buyer, the energy, everything. But when they want to go out and look at a hundred different properties all over the place, don't know where they want to live, just all these things. I know that I'm not the best one to serve them. So I'm going to refer it, earn a commission from the referral, and I'm going to stay laser focused on helping the community. And what I see in her, she's doing a ton, a ton of volume, Todd, a ton. Um, and the reason is she's so clear on who her customer is, on what she provides to them, She's got a beautiful value proposition. She knows she knows everything about it. And I think one of the things that gets a little lost, you ever see those businesses fail that they get started and they initially are serving pizza and all of a sudden they maybe expand their menu and they're like, we're dabbling in cheeseburgers and hot dogs and maybe we're going to try to put a steak on the menu and all of these things. And you're like, dude, you had really good pizza. 
why we water down the pizza with all this other stuff? I really believe in real estate, and I'm not saying limit yourself, but there are so many that, and, and again, we're 100% commission, and so sometimes we let the commission lead. I'm going to represent commercial. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go two hours out of town and represent this. And what we don't realize is, hey, get laser focused on who your client is, what brings you the most joy in the real estate that you're selling, and how do I serve that at the highest level um, by understanding not only who I am and what I represent, but who I want to represent. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give some comments, and then I want to turn it over to Jim. So w- when you're doing this, uh, I'll I tell you a few quick hits. Um, in, in a coaching company I had years ago, I was coaching this realtor, and she says, I want to focus on divorce attorneys and help people sell their homes when they're getting divorced. And I'm like, I literally told her that won't work. <laughs> she did it anyway and end up averaging about four deals a month as a realtor having 20 uh, divorce attorneys that she serviced over the course of time. Right. So she proved me wrong. Um, bilingual realtors, bilingual loan officers, bilingual by its very nature, when, when I speak Filipino or I speak Spanish or I speak Ukrainian, that is a niche in and of itself. And what I can tell you is those loan officers and realtors that have those niches do by and large very well. Okay. So that is a, that's an example of a niche, yeah. even though it, we may not think of it that way. The last thing is think of how attorneys work. Um, there are general attorneys, just like there's general doctors, and they never make as much as specialists. So you can be an attorney and say, I'm a patent attorney. I'm a divorce attorney. I am a corporate attorney. I am a, uh, there's an attorney who's a acquaintance of mine that is a international law attorney for um, product trade. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but I'm like, that's a niche, right? Yeah. So he has international clients that pay him buku bucks to find out, you know, how to get products from Korea to the America and how to do it legally. So those are all examples of specialization. So you- can I tell you what's going on in my brain? Is uh, the realtors, I lenders, this is not specific to realtor, the salesperson will, in the moment, not have enough long term thinking. In the moment, they'll be all, well, I don't want to limit myself by saying I'm a specialist for this. And and they'll, and they may not say it, but they'll be thinking, well, I'll become a specialist because I don't want to lose the deal. Or I need, like, I have it with my loan Listen, a 203K is a tough look. Unless you're good, they're going to come out hating you, and the realtor won't use you anymore. And that's if you're good. Like, it's not easy. And so that's what was running through my brain. So I just wanted to say it out loud. Listen, if you're listening to this, you can't be all things to all people. Yeah. You can't. And like, but you can be special. And special is attractive, and special you can charge for. You don't, you don't want to make it so narrow. So let's, I'll give you an example. Let's say you're in some big city. Let's say that you decide to become a, you love horses and you decide to become a horse property specialist in San Diego. Maybe those two things don't totally align. I don't know San Diego's market by any means, so I'm not pretending, but maybe there's not enough of those necessarily going around, right? A a high acreage properties in the heart of San Francisco. Okay, we might we might be a little bit in trouble with that, right? And so know what your market is and what your passion is, but it doesn't I've seen people only focus on luxury properties, period, end of story. They have a threshold of what they're willing to represent. 
people can call that greed, the truth is they are acclimating themselves to something that makes them the absolute professional. And you're exactly right, Todd. Dennis used to do everything. All of a sudden, they quit doing root canals. They sent you to a specialist that said, hey, this is probably something that needs somebody that does this every single day. And they're good at it. And so I'm going to give that over and I'm going to get more focused here because you can't be truly good enough. You're going to be an expert. Yeah. Well, like this topic is you guys are getting me all fired up because I got these low reps that work for me, right? And they want more training so I can, I need training on, uh, on two or three K rehab loads. We got, we got to have more training because it'll do the load. Anyway, well, you're going to get the training. And then by the time you do the load, because you're going to stumble across it, you're not going to be on purpose. You're going to forget it or the rules have changed anyways. So when you pick niches, Become an expert. Like, become an expert because that's attractive and you can charge for it. I had to add something to my previous thought. Is that okay, guys? Yeah. Todd, guess what? What I look for in a financial plan, knowing me, take a wild guess. I'm probably putting on your spot so you may not get it right. Someone who has results. That is good. That is me. But that's, but, but, and I'll say, and what I look for, what I told my financial planner when I hired him, I said, look, if I hire you, I'm hiring you to meet with me by phone, twice, like phone, phone, person, phone, phone, person. So four times a year in person for an hour and a half. And the other times you can, we can do it by phone or video for 20 or 30 minutes. So that's the first day of hiring for you. The second thing is you have to make me, make me do the things I'm supposed to do. Right. Not just refer me to the person. But you got to follow up and you got to bug me and you got to yell at me and you got to tell me I'm not taking care of my kids or whatever you got to do. So I'll do the things I'm supposed to do. That's what I'm hiring you for. Being that as a realtor, wow. Like, make them do the stuff they're supposed to do. Treat them like they're your little brother or sister. Like, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the, the other thing I would add to this conversation is when you talk about specialization, I think a lot of people get the concept, but they don't do it because it takes two to four or five years to actually become a specialist, yeah. to actually develop all the marketing, to develop all the context. And and so what, what I see a lot of people do is, even if they're passionate about something, they'll try it, try it for a couple months or a couple weeks, but it takes years to specialize. I don't think after I got out of med school... And I said, you know what? I'm passionate about knee replacement. You were and no, I'm making Just it up. <laughs> and and I, I'm like, you know, um, I'm going to have to now become, go to surgeon school. And then I'm going to have to go to the knee replacement school. And all that may take four or five, right. six years to become a knee replacement doctor. But when I'm done, I'm going to make $5 million a year instead of 500000 that's the trade-off. And it's very hard for people to make that leap yeah. and say, I'm going to specialize this. I'm going all in. And it's going to take several years to learn this specialization. What, what, what did USAA do? Specialize in military. Now, are they really any different than anybody else get, that can do a VA loan? No. Ready. But they got really niche. Now, do they do conventional loans? Yes. Do they do FHA? Yeah. Yeah. They do some things, but they're really, really set. 
in the VA world. There's some that only do VA, period. That's all they do. They only do VA loans at their shops, right? They're, it's, it's a big chosen and it's tunnel vision and that's all they have built around. I think that the, the risk of all of it is that as you're getting started, you immediately start to compromise based on this, right? Yep. You immediately start to compromise. And what I see in real estate is, again, when people go two hours away, out of market, all these things, if you really look at who's doing the majority of the business very successfully, they generally have much more tunnel vision, right? They know their boundaries. They know where they're going to be. They know what their ultimate niche is. And they don't veer very far away from where their sweet spots are. And that is so incredibly important. People think, oh, well, it's a big sale, so I'm going to go two hours away. Yeah, but what you're not realizing is that two hours, you could be working within your niche and promoting your niche and finding more clientele within your niche versus right versus chasing that paycheck. So mm-hmm. if you choose a niche, stick with it. And there will be a tipping point where you become the person in that space and, and that business will be really, really deep. Yeah, yep. Uh, I agree. Maybe we just round table some quick topics for niches and then maybe that can be. Yeah, that's uh, first of all, I have seen people do the horse property thing. I've seen people do luxury real estate. Uh, You know, we all know a good friend of ours in Florida that made her whole career on multimillion dollar properties with rich people, Um, did a beautiful job of doing that. Um, So those are two for realtors that that to me are very obvious. I've seen insurance people do it at a very high level. So a lot of people, you know, we may not know insurance as well as uh, insurance people do, but um, there are people that just specialize in commercial equipment, yeah. you know, yeah. you, you know, as an example. So, but you Robin, give us a couple, yeah. Yeah, condos, flip houses. I mean, we're I I literally can almost throw a rock to the University of Oregon from where I'm sitting. It's a you could literally be a college town specialist, if you will, in terms of investment properties and. You know, maybe you're in Arizona. What's a great one for a long time? What's a great niche representative? Airbnbs, right? I mean, Airbnb. it's a beautiful market for those things. So, Jimmy, I'm sure you've got some to well, add. Um, I, I got some to add, but I want yes. But what I, before I say them, I want to say this: whatever niche you pick, if you're a salesperson, which you are, you're going to run around talking to people about what you're going to do. That's what we do, right? We don't keep our we don't keep it in. We're salespeople. We're like, no, I'm going to do all this stuff. So here's what I want you to watch out for. Watch out for the doomsday guy. The one who says, that won't work. Oh, you can't do it that way. Oh, those don't pay enough. Oh, there's not enough of that. Like, you got to watch out for that because there will be people, no matter what niche you pick, that will tell you that it's a terrible decision. And all they're doing, it took me a long time to learn this, all they're doing is telling you their own fears. That's all they're doing. And I just didn't know that's what they were doing. So I took it personal. I thought they didn't like me, which made it harder for me to go sell anyway. Like, no, I just saved you lots and lots of money in therapy. But lots. So that kind of was happening at that time. So like a good niche is um, investment property. You're a really good investment property. A good niche is right-sizing. Older people, like, you could be a right-sized niche. Older families going smaller. Newer families getting bigger. That's both right-sizing. Like, there's a lot of ways to do it, and pick one and stick to it. That'll make you different just by that. Yes. Long, 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 long-term. Okay. Long-term. 
Robin, I thought it was a great topic. I think it's good for any salesperson, any company to listen to this. It does have to do with marketing and branding. It does take a long time. But I think the rewards, what I find with people, the rewards are tremendous. So uh, don't be afraid to specialize is what we're saying. Think about a niche. Go all in and do it big, 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 big. And it's going to take a while. So don't get frustrated. Okay. We can help in the summit world in any way, shape or form. We've got a lot of business coaching that we do to make sure that you, the realtor, grow, right? That's what we yeah, do. We have, that's what we want to be as a coach. We have bitch loan officers at our company. So in other words, let's say you're my realtor. You're doing business to me. And you send me one of those 203Ks. We have people who just do 203Ks that will help us with that loan. I would still be involved in doing the updates. But the technical knowledge that I don't have, that I'm just not great at, we do that. Reverse mortgages, we do that. We do that. In construction loans, we do that. So so we're practicing what we preach. That's all I got. Yep. Yes. Very good. Keep sending us referrals. We love you. Thank you for helping us build a great company. And any way, any way that we can help you, let's keep it going. Thank you guys very much. Have a great month. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. If you liked this episode of the Be Your Best series with Todd Screema, make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to beyourbest at summitfunding.net. Summit Funding, Inc., NMLS ID 3199, Equal Housing Opportunity, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.